everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today, I'm speaking with uh, Stephanie Telenius, the CEO and founder at Vita Health. Stephanie, thanks so much for joining me. Happy to be here. Good morning. Yeah, I'm excited for uh, for us to chat. Congrats. Uh, I want to quickly say congrats on your recent Series D funding announcement. Very exciting. Thank you very much. We are excited to scale the company even further and serve up to 100 million people as soon as possible. So I love it. I, I, I'd love if uh, we can kind of segment from there, if you could tell the audience a, a little bit about your background, and then we'll kind of give them those who haven't heard of you, which I, I haven't actually met many that haven't at this stage, which is good. It means uh, branding and everything's working. But uh, if we could start by hearing a little bit about your background and then give us that kind of why, how, what of uh, Vita Health. Sure. Well, I um, I spent a long time in technology. I was uh, at eBay and PayPal for nearly a decade, and then I went to Google and built Google Wallet and Google Shopping and pr pretty much all their commerce and payments products. And uh, you know, spent a lot of time in my career scaling products to millions of consumers around the globe, really to uh, buy things and and to make commerce and payments easier. And while I was doing that, um, my father had multiple chronic conditions. He had essentially diabetes, diabetes and obesity. They're completely interconnected. And, uh, and he had CHF and COPD and depression. And he was, you know, he had lots of different doctors, but they weren't really looking at kind of the underlying root causes. And he didn't have like a day-to-day -day accountability partner to help him with nutrition, sleep, stress, exercise, medication adherence. Uh, and I was really just looking for something and there was no mobile solution at the time. And I thought it was strange that I did everything else on my phone, but healthcare really hadn't evolved to have this continuous care uh, on your phone. And so I started prototyping and now obviously we're a much bigger company. And it turns out that my dad's story is really not that unique. There's 147 million people in the US that are suffering from chronic disease. And most of them, like the majority of them have two or more chronic conditions at the same, at the same time. And they're interconnected. You know, we, we used to have, um, when we first started, our coaches would say, I really can't treat the diabetes without treating the depression. And that's often true. Uh, and so we're really seeing great outcomes because we're combining the mind and the body and taking a holistic approach to the person. Interesting. Yeah, it's, you're, you're in a really great space. I wish technology and like companies like yours were around. So like my grandfather suffered from uh, like congestive heart failure and, and then also had to end up, he had diabetes, had to end up going on dialysis and what's, what's, strange though is like what the medication he was taking for like congestive heart failure ended up uh attacking his kidneys and it, it, you know i don't think we were ever we're, we're much further along today than we were you know 20 30 years ago um and also from that from that generation where healthcare i feel wasn't exactly priority you only go to the doctor if you were really sick not when not for preventative uh care you know so uh i, I really love what you're doing by the way, love the name, love the brand, everything. I know that comes second to, to really your mm -hmm. why and everything, but um, I always say if I can't like the name, the brand, like everything, I, I don't even look at the company, right? So uh, kudos to you. And, well, Vita means life. And that's what we're trying to do is enable people to live their best life, so. A absolutely, yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a great name. Um, 
I, I want to segment into there were really two things before we kind of went on the podcast uh, before we prepared for this podcast. You and I were talking about. Um, I want to highlight with you where are we heading with with mental health first and foremost, and then secondly, I want to hear about some of the stories about how you're helping people uh, get off their medication. So let's start with the the first one. Well, mental health has had a, an amazing awakening. It's one of the silver linings, I think, of COVID. Uh, I, I think we've been seeing this, this transformation for a decade prior to COVID, uh, but COVID really solidified the fact that uh, a lot of people were suffering and payers and employers all recognize they really need to do something for, for people across the board. And, and you're seeing, like when we first started um, prior to COVID, we would have patients on board and we would get clinical data, claims data, Rx data, clinical data, we'd have probably one in five that were diagnosed with depression or anxiety. Uh, and often we had people with diabetes, hypertension, hyperlipidemia, and depression or anxiety. And then during COVID, what we saw is when we started to administer diagnostics in the app or surveys in the app to test for uh, mental health, we would see that one in two actually had diabetes or depression. So it really, really shifted. And now, uh, and also what you saw during COVID is everything moved virtual. So, you know, there was a point at which we were single digit virtual care percentage of total visits prior to COVID. And then I think it was in May of 2020, it peaked at like basically 65% plus of all visits were, were virtual. And then, and now we're seeing a boomerang back where some of the visits are going back in person. Some people feel more comfortable seeing their doctor in person, but what is sticking is mental health. I think people are realizing how efficient and productive mental health is. And, and actually we're getting better outcomes than offline because we're using consistent, continuous care. So we're making it way more convenient. You get immediate access to a mental health therapist or a coach like right away. You don't have to wait 26 days for an appointment. And then you're getting this continuous asynchronous and synchronous care. So you can do a video session, but you're also getting this asynchronous support along the way to really um, manage the diabetes, the depression, the anxiety, whatever it may be. And so uh, this is um, this, this continuous care model for virtual physical and mental health is the wave of the future. And you're going to see, I think all chronic conditions managed this way. And I think we're at a point where the entire world is recognizing that the mind and body need to be combined. You can't treat them independently and mental health really matters. And, it, and the, the network for mental health Providers should be the same as physical health providers, and you know we should have complete access in the U.S. for people to get there, uh, to get immediate access right away. So I, I think we're in a in a in a really profound uh, industry shift for mental health, and I think it's happening globally, which is exciting. What I like too, what you're doing is there's there's some companies which, no offense to them or anything, but there's some companies that kind of rode the COVID wave, right? That started post pandemic. You were one of the companies that you could tell was always seeing that this is where healthcare was going to go, um, or it was going to take a, at least a digital focus. What What are some of? The, can you explain? I guess how some of some of how uh, your business maybe was accelerated. Do you feel it was accelerated as as COVID? And um, I, I like to mention that because it's not that you wouldn't have been here before. It's just maybe this probably did what for the whole industry. One, two, three years kind of moved everyone forward. Yeah, I think I think that um, we were we were doing this prior to COVID, and we we really had a lot of the contracts and growth uh, before COVID happened. 
However, what you're seeing is that the whole industry has accelerated probably a decade uh, and the awareness of mental health has accelerated tremendously by people really being open to the fact that there's no more, there's not as much stigma associated with asking for help. I think what you're seeing is Gen Z and millennial are saying, this is, this is a benefit I want. We just did a survey we're releasing soon. And one of the top employee benefits that people are asking for is access to mental health. Uh, and so now it's more of an accepted, uh, you know, it's a belief that you should be treating the mind and the body the same and that you really should take that your mental health seriously and put it at the forefront and that that will produce lifelong gains for you as an individual. And that that's, I think that's accelerated by COVID in a massive way. Absolutely. I completely agree. Uh, I'd like to shift focus into that second piece of the question um, I asked, and that's, can you tell us about some of these stories how you're helping people kind of maybe stop using their Absolutely. medications? Absolutely. I mean, customer stories are what keep me going, and I know it keeps our team going. Uh, it is literally the, uh, you know, the inspiration for every day because you're just, you look and you think about how you're changing lives, and it makes all the work worthwhile. Uh, so, you know, we have people that are living with multiple conditions. They, uh, they may have diabetes and be on insulin uh, or, and have kind of uh, comorbid obesity as well as hypertension. And then they have depression or anxiety. A lot of times people have a combination of depression and anxiety. And what we typically see is if we, we meet them where they're at and we will enroll them in an integrated care model where they're enrolled in a diabetes management program with uh, we ship cellular connected devices to them and they have a diabetes educator or a nutritionist combined with the fact that they have a therapist and they have cognitive behavioral therapy. So they've got an integrated team. Uh, they have multiple people that are helping them. And we'll see, you know, over the course of three to six months, we'll see their A1C drop anywhere from one and a half to two points. Uh, we'll see their depression go down 60 plus percent. And at, at nine months, it could be as much as 80%. And uh, so over time, they're really taking, they're taking significant measures to reduce all these key metrics that are um, symbolic of kind of the impact of these chronic diseases. Uh, and what's really interesting is we take them off their meds. So in the beginning, when we start working with them, we may actually improve medication adherence because they probably were not really mindful of what they needed to do from a medication perspective. And then once we lower their A1C, for example, we'll take them off we'll either get them off insulin and onto metformin or we'll take them off metformin, you know, all the way. It just depends on uh, the severity and, and their weight level and their nutritional, like we use medical nutritional therapy, we take a very personalized approach. So, uh, and what we'll do is we have a beta pharmacist that will work with their PCP to adjust their meds over time. And the hope is that we take people off their meds uh, and that we provide this continuous day-to-day -day care so that we reduce the cost and the symptoms of, of chronic, both physical and mental health disease. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I'm sure as it does for you, the rest of your team, hearing those stories continues to, to make you really love what you're doing and continue building yeah. something great. So thank you for all yeah, that. Yeah, we, uh, we have Slack channels where we have all the stories and, and it really keeps us all inspired. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, so we're, we're big fans of Slack too. A big, I'm so glad that they pivoted from uh, 
they were in the video game space, right, to go into creating their, their yes. chat channel, <laughs> Thank, thankfully, because uh, I don't know what we do without them. Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate uh, having you on. I want to quickly wrap up by asking you kind of what's next for the company. You just raised this round. Obviously, that means a lot more growth. What are some of the things that you're excited about moving forward? I, we're just focused on scaling at this point. And, uh, you know, when you think, when you step back and you look at um, the penetration of all these digital health companies across the, the spectrum, we're all just touching like a, a couple million users at most. And there's 147 million in the US and then there's the global opportunity. So for us, it's scaling and just adding uh, to our commercial team and, uh, and scaling our sales and marketing team, scaling our clinical team, et cetera. So. I'm excited. I'm excited to continue having conversations with you and hopefully other members of your team as well. But I wish you all the, the best of luck and, and continued success. And thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a delight to talk to you. I look forward to staying in touch and uh, appreciate you doing this podcast. It's really helpful to everyone. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.